You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to the drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, in our previous segment, Matt, that uh, we mentioned that this is list season. It is list season. And, right. Um, NBC Sports uh, has put out a, uh, a piece. Uh, this written by Patrick Doherty, who I've never heard of. It, it goes by Roto Pat. He's a good dude. I know him a little bit. Um, form, they're not called Roto World anymore, but I always refer to that site as Roto World. Yeah. He does this every year. I think he's also the one that does the uh, top. 32 general managers, too. Okay, well, he ranked the head coaches in yeah. the league uh, this time around. Uh, obviously, new coaches, you can't really rank them. Uh, he puts No, them they got to be in their order. own category. But uh, we need to remember, how many new coaches are there? Six, I think? Yeah. There's probably six next year. So, probably, you know, some of these names aren't going to be employed much longer. And there's a good chance another five to eight are let go, you know, even though someone might be 10th on this list this year or whatever. So the new hires are Dan Campbell with the Lions, David Cully with the Texans, the former Steelers wide receivers coach, Mm -hmm. Urban Meyer with the Jaguars, Robert Sala with the Jets, Nick Sirianni with the Eagles, whose brother is actually the head football coach at Washington and Jefferson College. I didn't know that little nugget. There you go. Uh, Arthur Smith with the Falcons, Mm -hmm. and Brandon Staley with the Chargers, who was a Division III Football coach, I think. In, uh, He's a former quarterback, I think. Trying to think of which Ohio school. One of the Division three Ohio schools. I can't think of which Wesleyan one. Wesleyan or one of those? or The one in Cleveland, I think. Okay. But he was with that like five years ago. He's wow. A, he's a Division oh, I know. Three He's defensive ascending assistant. unbelievably quickly. Like, right. Yeah. You wonder. but It does make you wonder. Um, because, you know, when you're the head coach of a team, you're the CEO. Mm-hmm. You're the guy that everybody talks to. It takes a – You're not scheming as much as you used to or no. teaching some fundamentals or – I thought he did a phenomenal job with the Rams, and people really talk him up that he's very, very impressive. He may be a Tomlin, you know, that at that age, people kind of raise their eyebrow going, who's that? That's too early. But, uh, I mean, people that know him rave about him. I got to say, of that group of new coaches, Sala in New York, Smith in Atlanta, and him with the Chargers are the three that I'm have the highest hopes for. That I other, have no hopes at all for Urban Meyer and Jackson. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of faith there. And a lot of those other ones are jobs that people didn't really want. It would not surprise me if at the end of this season Urban Meyer steps down as the coach of the Jacksonville Jets. This isn't what I expected. Yeah. Uh, I, he's I, done that before. He's done it. He has a track record. And I'm not making fun of his you know, physical problems or health issues or whatever, but yeah. it would be an easy out that – you know, this is a little harder on my body than I thought. It's not what I plan, you know, planned for. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, so that leaves us with 25 other coaches. When they win three games, too. Yeah. <laughs> not, That's <laughs> the other oh, thing. By the way, right. So number 25 on this list okay. is Zach Taylor of the Bengals. He's 6-25-1. and one. Yeah. I think he belongs there. He didn't inherit an easy job. No. Was tough division. Although I'll say this. They were not a horrible football team in Marvin Lewis's no, last. No, wasn't few that years. long ago. Yeah. No, right. And like they bottomed out when Zach Taylor took over. And one thing that organization has done that they didn't do for Marvin is they've gone out and paid players. Yeah. You know, they've gone DJ readers and guys like that. They would never signed those guys in the past. And he lucked into a quarterback. You know? Right. 
I, I have questions. I mean, I often say this about the NFC West, who we'll probably get to here soon, and the AFC North, that there's three coaches I really trust, and then there's Taylor and there's Kingsbury. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if one coach in the division is noticeably worse than the other three, it's tough to succeed, man. you know, you got to play those guys six times. 24, Vic Fangio. I think it's a little rough on him. He's 12 and 20 in two years. He hasn't really had a quarterback, but is that a chicken or egg thing? You know, could he have helped the quarterback situation more? I wonder. I mean, is he a ideally is he a defensive coordinator and not a head guy? You know, some of these guys certainly hit their head on the ceiling of coordinator because he's great on that side of the ball. Yeah, yeah. Twenty three, Joe Judge. I don't know where you put him. I mean, it's been one year. They've shown one-year coaches aren't much different than, you know, the rookie the, coaches. The rookie, yeah. They showed signs of life, and Jones was hurt a portion of the year, and Saquon was down, you know, out a fair amount. I guess you have to rank him near the bottom because he has no track record. Twenty-two. This guy's a track record. John Gruden. See, I think he's a much, much better coach than GM. But I also think he's an overrated coach. Yeah. You know, his career record is 114 and 110. I bet it's much like The worse Hall of Fame is not knocking on his door because no. he won a Super Bowl one time. One time. He's such high profile because he's so charismatic and was on TV for such a long time. And I think he's a really good offenses, X's and O's guy. You know, like he gets the most out of Waller and. Car and that's that's dudes. all great, but his the defense is always stinks. his defense is allowed since he's been there an average of four hundred and fifty four points a game. What a year or a year? I'm okay. sorry, a year. <laughs> okay. a year. Yeah, yeah, right. And it never gets better. And I bet his records forty five percent winning percentage as a Raider head coach this go round. You know, they're never a contender. Right. It's not. No, that's good. where he belongs, I guess. Twenty one, Cliff Kingsbury. He'd be a little lower for me, too. I think it's put up or shut. This I think this is his last year to see if his experiment works, and they're going to go a lot more four wide. And, um, you know, I think he looks a little overwhelmed as an NFL head coach, which he was a coordinator in college. You know, yeah, like not some of these guys that make the big jump. I don't know if he's a CEO yet or ever. 20, Mike McCarthy. Good. I think that's where he belongs. I think he really benefited from some great quarterbacks in Green Bay. It's a little harsh on the guy. I know he's local and he's likable. But I don't know that he's a great schemer, and I don't know that he gets the most out of his teams. He's had some really talented teams. 19, Matt Rule. I have a high hope for him. I don't know that I can put him ahead of some of these other guys. He's like Joe Judge, though. He's 5-11 and 11 last yeah, year. Yeah, he's 5-11. and 11. He thought Teddy Bridgewater was the answer. Right. Because he has cre- control down there. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's super powerful. Okay, I'm going to go right. sign Teddy Bridgewater, and that's going to be our quarterback. Right. No. And, and and they quickly realized, no. I mean, they wanted to be getting Deshaun Watson. They're taking a chance for, for Darnold. They're an aggressive organization. He's on, like, a six-year guaranteed deal. Like, if – if Tomlin retired and Matt Rule was one of the candidates, I wouldn't have any problem hiring him. But where do you rank him right now after one year of winning five games? He's won five games as an NFL head coach. 18, Matt Nagy. I think he gets a little bit of a more bum rap than he deserves because the beauty of him when he was hired was 
he's an Andy Reid disciple. And you could say, well, he hasn't had Mahomes. <laughs> Nobody has Mahomes but Reid. Right. And he hasn't developed quarterbacks. But if he develops fields, I mean, it's crucial time for him right now. Yeah, too. there's no I doubt. Mean, yeah. this, is, this is the year. He's certainly a candidate to be one of those five or six that isn't on this list a year from now. 17, Ron Rivera. I think he's a quality NFL head coach. You know, like I say this a lot, that there's, I don't know, 15 humans on the planet that know how to win NFL games. You could throw him on the Texans and he might get one more win out of them than they deserve. Is he a Hall of Famer? No. But the other thing about him, one year ago, they changed the name of the team there was all that kind of stuff going on. They, they fired a bunch of people in the front office. The uh, the owner, who was very loud, took a, a step back, and he had to be like the poster boy for the whole organization. And he handled that stuff pretty well. 16, Kevin Stefanski. He was coach of the year last year. One year. I mean, one year. One year. So yeah. you would think the arrow's very much pointing up. But now. Now we'll see. Now the pressure's on. Yeah, the like, bullseye's on your chest. Yeah. Um, I probably would have him higher. I mean, it was a great year, but it's one. Okay, tell me who you would have him higher than. Yeah, that's the thing. I know there's going to be some names here. Brian Flores. Those are two guys that haven't been doing it long that they could handle my team any day of the week. 14 is Mike Vrabel. I think I'd put both those guys over Vrabel. He's easy to root for, and he's tough, and a former Steeler and Patriot, and won a lot of games in the as a player. He seems to not be great with clock management and the They've nuances. been in the playoffs every – he's 29 and 19. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's something to be said for that. Like, I always said that about O'Brien in that division. Like, yeah, he's They not were real. not a playoff team before that. Right. You know, like O'Brien, you're not that likable, but he won the division like five out of six years with Fitzpatrick and Osweiler and guys before yeah. Deshaun Watson. Like, that's not easy, you know. Tannehill's not a superstar. Vrabel, I'll also give Rabel credit for this. If you remember, before he became the head coach there, Derrick Henry was a part-time player. Yeah, he was. And there was questions about, well, maybe that's just who he is. You can't give him the ball. Mm-hmm. Well, they've given the ball to, to Derrick Henry a lot, and he's held up, and he's been the you know mm-hmm. most productive running back in the league the last two years. In a way, like Tomlin, he's brought an identity to that yeah. team. You know, we we know you know what you're getting with the Titans. 13, Mike Zimmer. Yeah. He's not much different than Rivera to me at yeah. this point. You know, uh, there's, there's there's easily 10 ahead of him. I don't think he's going to be on Hall of Fame ballots. But that's a pretty good career. You know, he's, he wins more than he loses. 12, Matt LaFleur. I don't know about that. We'll find out maybe this year. I mean, he's <laughs> 26 and 6. He's been 13 and 3 both years, NFC champion, runner-ups. But he's he has kind of benefited from just not being Mike McCarthy. Yeah, a little bit, right? <laughs> I mean, like he's only done it two years, and they're great two years. Having the MVP and a superstar quarterback sure helped this past year. And he, you know, he he made Rodgers a better player than two years ago. I don't know that I could put him with the accomplished guys, the Zimmers and those guys, though. Eleven is Frank Reich. I might have him higher too, but I'm sure these top ten are impressive. He's twenty eight and twenty. Yeah. And we'll find out a little bit more dude. about him this year. Like, okay, can you, uh, you say you can fix Carson Wentz? Yeah. Show me. I think his, the biggest feather in his cap is Philly fell apart when he left. Yeah. 
you know, so that's a hard thing to quantify. But a lot of that was injury related. A lot of that was injury related, yeah. right? And Wentz fell apart when he left. And, yeah. and, right, right. You know, and they probably weren't quite as good. Ever, the world's collided in a perfect way for their Super Bowl run. Ten, Kyle Shanahan. He'd be higher for me. I'm on board. He's 29 and 35. I know. I mean, it, it, one of them's a Super Bowl year runner-up. I just think what he does. He was eight on this list last year. I think you had to bang him a little bit for what happened last year. Yes, I just think in terms of offensive minds and play designers, he's top two. But there's more to being a head coach than that, right? You know, and he just lost Robert Sala too. Like I'm sure Sala had the defense. You yeah. do go do that. Let's see what you let's see what you get right. now. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, nine is Bruce Arians. He'd be lower for me. I'm sorry. I, I think he's too set in his ways with the drop back quarterback. He's really, from what I understand, to his credit, has handed a lot of things off to Leftwich and really Brady <laughs> late in the year, yeah. too. I mean, I'm not saying he's semi-retired, but he kind of feels like Jopa's last five years at Penn State at this point, you know. I mean, and he's had a really good career, but he'd be 12th for me, you know, in that neighborhood. Like, I don't think he's in the, on the Hall of Fame slate. No. And maybe if they win the Super Bowl this year, he'll be, you know, two-time winner. Uh, eight is Pete Carroll. He's in that mix of not Belichick, great coaches of this era. But I think he'd be last of those group for me as as he is here right now. Because I wonder if the game's passing him by a little bit. You know, we're going to trade first-round picks and get back to only running the ball and take the ball out of Wilson's hands a little bit, play this Seattle cover three defense and not really change much year after year. Yeah. Seven, we get to Mike Tomlin. It'd be a little higher for me. He was but six last year. He's seven this year after going twelve and he went eight and eight without a quarterback. Without a quarterback in twenty nineteen, he goes twelve and four in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Here's what the, here's what they had to say, and I, I have to take some umbrage to okay. some of this. Uh, but Ben Roethlisberger has lost some of its luster as the anti Mike Tomlin argument. Tomlin's quarterback list eight and eight twenty nineteen campaign was one of the most impressive feats of his now fourteen year career. Big sure. Ben was back in 2020, but in name only as his arm completed its noodle noodleification following 2019 elbow surgery. People overblow that. He is not, Ben Roethlisberger does not have a noodle, quote unquote noodle arm. No, he is not Drew Brees at the end of his career. Yeah, I mean, he I missed on this. throws down the field last sure. year. Sure, and the offense became predictable. And I, I'm guilty of it as much as, as much as everybody. I mean. A lot of this is what have you seen lately from these teams. But the whole 2020 season is not Ben stinking up the joint, no. contrary to popular belief, and looking like he's in a wheelchair. Ten weeks into the cane. season, we're talking about is, should he be in the Hall of Fa- or the MVP <laughs> candidacy. <laughs> right, right. I mean, they, people make it look like the whole season was him in a rocking chair. He threw for 4,000 yards and had 33 touchdown passes in 15 games. If he plays he all six, plays, if he know? played all 16 games. He sets the franchise record for touchdown passes in a season. Mm-hmm. Right, he right. Sat out because it was thirty-four. Uh, he continues. If you think that's just the un, just an uninformed blogger's opinion, ask the Steelers who required their seventeen-year franchise player to take a pay cut to return in twenty twenty-one. That's not exactly how it went down. Right. They needed him to take a pay cut so they could do some other stuff. He agreed to take a pay cut. If you mm-hmm. listen to him yesterday, he said it was his idea. I don't know if I believe that. Sure. Sure. 
I believe it was his idea. Yeah, let's go ahead and give them a pay cut. They were in massive cap yeah. problems. They had cap issues. But I don't think it was like, hey, Ben, we need you to pay play for league minimum. Yeah, you stunk last year because you're so you bad. because you were so bad. Right. You're just no. you're you're hurting our we cap, need some and cap for relief. us to, yeah. to do things we need to do to be competitive. We need you to change things up. Yeah, I I don't like the wording of that. He then says the Steelers know Tomlin can lead a football team even if he's not always sure when to challenge or call a timeout. That's again, that's analytics. Some analytics guy going, Oh, you should call oh, you always call yeah. a timeout in this situation. That was again vividly demonstrated in the Steelers' dismal wildcard defeat to end the 2021 season. Uh, Sunday Tomlin too often undermines Monday through Saturday Tomlin. The trade-off has been nonetheless worth it for a franchise with only three head coaches since 1969 and zero losing seasons on Tomlin's watch. Tomlin isn't perfect, as 2020 Bill Belichick, Belichick proved no coaches. Okay. I mean... I'll, I'll be frank. I mean, if we're talking about clock and game management, Tomlin would be in the bottom third for me in the league. But if I was writing a paragraph about Tomlin as my seventh-ranked head coach, it would be more positive than that was. That, <laughs> that whole was thing was lot. pretty negative. It was pretty negative, like he's uh, lost it. We're reading about the 24th-rated head coach, and it's, well, but right. he does this and this and this, and then you get to number seven, and... And even Pete Carroll here with number eight, and it's like, oh, I got to pick holes in these guys. Yeah, and I kind of get it with Carroll because I do think maybe the you know we just talked about that, but I think Tomlin's in his prime. You know, Carroll's much older human being than Tomlin yeah. too. You know, like, like twenty years older. Right. Like I think Tomlin's <laughs> going to be top five on this list for the next as long as he wants. Number six, Sean McDermott. I think Shanahan's better than McDermott, but I guess his teams had a lot more success year after year than the Niners have of the two, you know, geniuses. Number five is Sean McVay. Hmm. I don't know that I would have him quite that high. I think he belongs in this tier. Yeah. But I don't know that he's done enough to put him ahead of Tom Tomlin's and Carroll. Right. I think I'd have him like seven or eight. Yeah. And real impressive, doing good things. Maybe this is unfair to him because this is true for all teams. But I just think that organization, like the Steelers and like Seattle, has done it right. And not that that makes his job easier, but it's I just think it's a group effort in in Buffalo. Drafting well, you know, using the system well, not overpaying. Indy's kind of that way too. Like McVay's the guy now that everybody wants to steal the hot young coordinators from. Or, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't worked out necessarily. No. no. I mean, he's a top 10 guy. I mean, he's yeah. he's ahead of the Zimmers. Number four, John Harbaugh. Okay. I can make a strong argument that Harbaugh's Ravens the last two or three years have severely underachieved in the postseason. Right. I would say the postseason's not super kind. They have one playoff win since their last Super Bowl. They have won a Super Bowl in a while. Right. I get it. I mean, I often think he's in the next behind Belichick Actually, it's of two this playoff generation. wins. They won Play, one yeah, last year. Won one two, but two playoff wins in a lot, essentially almost a decade. In now. a long time, right. I mean, I think he'll be on Hall of Fame ballots just like Tomlin and, you know, some of these other guys, Peyton and Carroll. Uh, I think Tomlin's case is stronger. I think... And I think John Harbaugh is a good football coach. Real good, yeah. I don't know if he's he's just number four. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, we're, we're splitting hairs. We here. are. I mean, four versus six. Is, There's not a whole lot of difference. Right, right, right. You know. Who was a better winning percentage in their career? I mean, just, just Tomlin guessing. by a lot. I would have think, yeah. yeah. Number three, 
Sean Payton. And he's number three in a lot of these lists like this. Yeah. I don't know that he's better than the Tomlin Harbaugh. I don't think he is. I think he's in the exact same tier as those yeah. guys. I but mean, he's think... always talked about, like, as in this light, though, well, he's the third best coach in the league, and it's automatic. Like, based on what? He's won one. He had, one, he had Drew Brees, one, right. and he won one Super Bowl. He only got there once. We often talk about that. You know, like, people that bang Tomlin and Roethlisberger for Super Bowls and wasted time. My comeback is, well, I think Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees had better careers than Ben. They're all Hall of Famers. You know, we're you know, pretty girl to at the pageant type of thing. And Tomlin had more success with his quarterback than the other two towns. I'm gonna say this. There are a lot of coaches out there who if they messed around with Taysom Hill oh, the right. way that Sean Payton does. Right, right, right. They would be getting skewered for it on a regular basis, yeah. but Sean Payton does it, and it's something. And it's, ooh, he's really he sees something there, right? And Belichick, he can't some of be wrong, too. right? Right, yeah, that might be a wrong decision. That being said, I know this for a fact that when the season ends and coaches study other coaches, the first offense everyone studies is New Orleans. You know, they think he's above above the well line. that's fine maybe maybe yeah. he was a coordinator then who's right 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 who's an average uh, he's not average but an above average head coach i mean he's probably a hall of fame head coach too i mean if if tomlin goes and carol i mean but tomlin has great. a better winning percentage than Tomlin's him ahead of him in my opinion yeah but his his forte is offensive design which i guess you know tomlin's isn't as easy to quantify Harbaugh's isn't as easy to, you know, this is what he is the one of the best in the league. A at. lot of the same, you know, a, 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 the people who sit out there and say, well, wait until Tomlin doesn't have Ben Roethlisberger. Well, we saw Tomlin without Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. in, in 2019, and they went 8-8. Eight and eight. Right. Ma- Peyton had three consecutive 7-9 and nine seasons with Drew Brees. Right. Really, they should have moved on from Brees two years ago, though. I mean, they had better yeah. winning percentage without Brees than with. Right. But that comes on the head coach, too. I mean... Sometimes you got to put Eli on the bench or put Breeze on the bench. You know, you, yeah. what's best for the team? I mean, we'll find out. It's, yeah. it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston this year. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's the super genius that everybody says he is, then, okay, they won't miss a beat. They'll win 12 games this year. Right. Now, the defense is good. The roster's yeah, I think the still roster's pretty good. good. The depth is horrible. The depth is not good. Right. He, they, they've, done, they've gone this, this kind of the Seattle route. We're going to just – Pick our guys. We have nobody else would pick these guys in the first round. We're gonna take mm-hmm. Trey Hendrickson, and we're gonna take yeah. guys that you know. And the the lineman they drafted this year, most people thought he was a second rounder. What's interesting about this team too is their team building. They max our credit cards out like nobody else, and somehow they sort of danced around it and didn't get hit too hard. But they still lost a lot this off season. Yeah. You know, the Emmanuel Sanders and you know, good players. You know, guys who play a lot of snaps. Sheldon Rankins. You know, a lot of those guys. But if you, what's counterintuitive to that approach, if you look at their last three drafts, they've only made like 15 picks total. Right. They're not drafting. You're not getting the, a lot of cheap labor. No. Like the Rams make 10 picks a year. They never have a first, but they have three fourths. You know, and those guys are cheap labor to be a starting linebacker that doesn't embarrass himself and as cheap as could be. Saints don't have any of that right now. Yeah. That leaves number two is Andy Reid. These would be my top two. Yeah. And then number one is Bill Belichick. Sure. Now, if the Patriots have another season this year like they did last, mm-hmm. let's say it's a let's say, say they win six. Let's say they Seven. go nine and eight and miss the playoffs or eight okay. and nine, whatever yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Does some of the bloom come off the, the Belichick rose? I think. 
it's unfair, but Brady succeeding in Tampa and Belichick doesn't not. right. It, 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 People have wondered. People wondered about that for nearly twenty years. Sure, is it the chicken? Is it, the is, it, is, right. it is it Brady or is it Belichick? I think definitely early in his career, it was Belichick. Oh yeah, I mean they were defensive driven teams. Yeah, and, you know right. And Brady, if you look at the stats from those first those first th- few Super Bowl runs, was not the Tom Brady of now. He wasn't the top. I mean, like we did the top hundred list in a different show. That version of Brady might not even made the list. Right. You know, I mean, he was. Bottom of the list, you yeah. know, he was you know maybe ninetieth on the list or something like that. Um, Lately, now, it's hard to argue it, that Brady's been the driving was, force. Yeah, it was Brady the last decade. Mm-hmm. But Brady also wasn't great two years ago. Right. Far from it, to be honest with you, because they didn't have weapons. Yeah, I mean, I think last year was really excusable. Your roster stunk. You got seven wins out of the team. At the same time, you put that roster together because you're the GM. Yeah. Bill, Bill, the GM, is not a top ten guy to me. I think that I think he makes up for, but he gets the benefit of the doubt on that because he's Bill Belichick. Sure, and he mo- he makes a lot of moves. He trades for guys late in their career. He moves around the draft board a lot. His draft grades are always high because look, he got an extra third round pick next year, and he's smarter than everybody else. But the guys he drafts have not been good. <laughs> you know, and how much would Tomlin get criticized if he traded a third round pick for Mohamed Sanu? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. And we all rolled our eyes at that, going, "This guy has never been good." But some people, some people just put the rubber stamp. Oh, Belichick's making the trade for Sanu. It must be a good yeah. one. Yeah, he drafts a safety out of Rutgers. We never heard of in the third round. He must, must be, be great. must be great. Must be great. Yeah, I think he's the best coach that ever lived, though. I, I mean, I really do. I mean, I think he's done things that right few now. Others, you're, but you're starting your franchise. You have it your can't pick, be him with age. You have your pick between him and Andy Reid. They're similar, similar age. They're similar age. Who are you picking? Bill. I'd like to see Bill with Mahomes right now. Well, I'm not saying you get Mahomes. No, I know. That's, if what, I'm, that's if my I'm, negative on Reed. I think though, if right I'm now. picking if I'm picking a head coach, I might take Andy Andy Reid right now. Because and, and you say, okay, we're picking a team right now, we're starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. They owe you got an expansion team. Yeah, right, right, right. You get to, we're gonna we're gonna give you the number one pick in the draft or Let's, an expansion draft, and yeah. we'll give you some guys. You know, it's not total garbage. I might take Andy Reid because I know he's going to scheme it up offensively to right. make me competitive right away. Belichick will do that defensively, but I think the game has changed. Well, I think the game's changed too. It's it's more it's way more offensive now, and I don't know that Belichick. I don't know who the better talent evaluator is, or I think culture I do. builder. I think Belichick's the better culture builder because I know that. And I think Belichick's better on game day. Reed made the move up to get Patrick Mahomes. Yes. With the 10th pick in the draft, by the way. Yeah, when they were a playoff team. Reed got he, he found Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Now maybe some teams had Tyreek Hill off their sure. off their draft list. Um, you know, we talked But he's to, also made that work. You know, like yeah. no one gives Tomlin credit for keeping A B sane on when the, he was yeah, on, the on, on the fairway yeah. even though he's driving it in the in the rock. I, I think it, you know, measured over the last five years Reed's been better. Reed's been better. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But nobody nobody will put Reed ahead of Belichick at this well, that's just Belichick. You, you start your list with Belichick's sure. number one and then everybody's after that. You write that. that in pen. And I would do the exact same thing still as a head coach. But we do this for other all these players too, like Julio's not the number one receiver anymore. Like, you which know, like, one's more likely to go to the Super Bowl this year, Andy Reid or Bill by Belichick? Far, by far. And if and if Reid gets there, it'll be three in a row. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they were a 
D Ford lining up in the neutral zone away, away from, from four, beating, in, yeah. four in a row. Right. right. I mean, that's a dynasty in the making that isn't dying anytime soon. Right. Uh, it's a strong point. I mean, I'm just uh, I'm just throwing it out there that I, you know I, I think everybody looks at well, it's Belichick and then everybody else, and I don't know that it is right now. I know. Here's my semi argument against that though. If this came out, I don't know, three years ago, four years ago, Bill's still number one, of course, and he's in his prime, and they're rolling, and they're hard to beat. Andy is in the Harbaugh Tomlin four, five, six right. range. You know, and maybe really that was unfair career. though. Really good career. But then he gets Mahomes. But you can't but talk out both ends of your mouth. He had a good football team before they got They've Mahomes. always had good football teams. Yeah. In Philly, they always had good football teams. I mean, he took teams to the playoffs with Coy Detmer and yeah. Kevin Cobb. And, you know, people forget those guys, too. And he turned Alex Smith into kind of a star for a year. And then you give him the last piece, which is the best piece of the puzzle. You know, it, it, they're, they're flipping, you know, because Bill's trying to manufacture chicken soup out of chicken scratch now. Yeah. And Andy did that. Andy did that for years. Right. And now you give him a, a prime filet mignon and things work well. And yeah. the filet now is in Tampa. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? I just think, you know, if, if let's, let's again, let's say Belichick, they don't, they don't make the playoffs again this year, mm-hmm. which is a possibility. And the Chiefs have the and number the Chief, one seed in the And the, the Chiefs are, you know, at least go to the AFC championship again. Right, right, right. Win the division by yeah. a long shot. Best team in the AFC or close to it. I think you start to have that conversation. I mean, I don't know that. Andy can get past Bill for who's had a better career. Yeah. No, I'm not saying. Right, I'm saying right, right. right now. If this, we're building today's list. If we're list, looking at, right. at, at, at head coaches right now, mm-hmm. and we look at it the same way we looked at the top 100 players, what are you right now? And that's what I was about to say. It's easy to do with players because they last five, six, seven right. years. And you don't look at Bill and be like, he doesn't run as well as he used to. But Chuck Noll wasn't as good as the end as he was at the beginning. Right. Tom Landry wasn't yeah. as good at the end as he was in the beginning. You know, I'm guys sure. start to lose their fastball. I said that about Carroll. Yeah. You know, it, I think it's noteworthy. Yeah. You know, because Reed's flying. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> going flying. He, he's going yeah. this way. He's you know whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just an interesting conversation. Reed Something also to think in about. a Belichick manner. Reed kills the AFC West. Yeah. Destroys, destroys them, them. <laughs> like destroys loses them. one game. Even when they were, they, before, Even when they were okay. before they didn't have Patrick before Mahomes. Mahomes, kills yeah. them. Reed coming off a bye. Reed versus division kills them. Had the whole off season. Okay, we're gonna here's we're gonna spend this week on the Broncos and comes up with yeah, you know, right, right, right. Plan the oh, okay, we're Crush gonna beat them. them both times. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's gonna yeah. do it for this show. Interesting conversation. Uh, so for my partner Matt Williamson, for Jacob Recht here on site keeping us on the air. I'm Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.